Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks, shortcuts to help you make, manage, multiply your revenue and impact in the world. I'm your host, David Ubita. The Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast starts right now. For a lot of entrepreneurs, they lack the basic business etiquette that would create wealth and prosperity. So I've met a lot of entrepreneurs that work hard. They work very hard. They've hired me to help them create their business. And I notice right away that there's a skill set missing. So they might have the product, right, to sell or the service to sell. And they're lacking in the, the business component, the sales component, all of those things that attract people to you to want to do business with you. Hey, welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is David Ubita. I am your host. If you're a first-time listener joining us here on the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you've joined us before, then consider yourself dubbed a fellow life hacker. So before I introduce our next guest, I'd like to say hello and a very special thank you to our listeners in the United States, California, Illinois, Texas, New Jersey, Colorado, Florida, North Carolina, Washington, Utah, Maryland, and Virginia. We see you. I'd also want to extend a very, very sincere thank you and hello uh, from the United States to our international listeners in France, Sweden, the UK, the Netherlands, and Australia. We see you too, and we send love and light your way. In episode 33, we catch up with life coach and entrepreneur Tiffany Fal V. Now, I really, really enjoyed this episode. We We went ahead and allowed things to just go organically, and we covered... Uh, a couple of things, actually three specific takeaways that I uh, felt like I walked away with in this episode is really knowing and staying in your lane or knowing your expertise, uh, the art of manifestation, and how to become ready to receive what you are believing for. All right, guys, strap yourself in for this episode, episode 33. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, if you're a B2B company that can handle 10 to 15 more quality appointments every single month, then go to davidubita.com today. Me and my team specialize in helping B2B companies generate quality appointments and increase sales with LinkedIn and email. The best part is we have a 30-day money-back guarantee if we can't help you. So if you're a B2B company and you can take on more quality appointments so that you can grow your business, then visit davidubeda.com today. That's D-A-V-I-D-U-B-E-D-A.com. Tiffany, before you started your business, tell our audience a little bit about um, your story. And uh, I, I know there's a couple of pieces that I don't want us to miss out on, but please tell our audience real quickly, introduce yourself and a little bit about your story. Yeah, thanks, David, for having me again. My name is Tiffany Salvi. I have what I believe to be a unique story in the way that when I was young, I think I was born an entrepreneur and didn't understand what that meant. I didn't have a mother or a father who was an entrepreneur. I really didn't have a lot of exposure to what that meant. 
And so for me, I was walking around living my life as an entrepreneur, a closet entrepreneur, even in my younger years. And I went to college like most of us do. And I got out of college and I thought, now what? You know, I went, I went to college for psychology. And when I got out, I thought, I don't know if this is really what I want for the rest of my life. Because as a psychologist, most often you'll work for an office. You'll work for someone else right out of college. And you don't get that feeling of working for yourself. And you don't have the freedom or the control that a lot of entrepreneurs enjoy. And that's what really motivates them to do what they do is to be able to be free and to be able to expose other people to that freedom. So I met, I fell in love and I, I had children. I have five children and I raised them. I'm still raising a few of them. And at the, you know, my marriage decided that it was going to take a different course. And as my marriage kind of lifted up and went on some different directions, I thought to myself, well, this is an opportunity for me to go explore a lot of different things. And I still wasn't sure what that meant for me. Okay. And in that, in that process of exploration, I realized that there is a set of entrepreneurial skills that when you have them, you have them. And every event that happens in your life brings you to a doorstep of an opportunity to explore more of what it is that you have to offer. And we each, each of us that are entrepreneurs have something different to offer the public, to offer humanity. And having both of those things married, so the desire to be an entrepreneur and then the desire to go out and share your skill set is a huge component to being successful in this venture. Agreed. Agreed. So tell us about uh, some of the most challenging things you have had to face now that you're a business owner um, and uh, with these challenges, what are some of your takeaways? Great question. I think that for a lot of entrepreneurs, they lack the basic business etiquette that would create wealth and prosperity. So I've met a lot of entrepreneurs that work hard. They work very hard. They've hired me to help them create their business. And I notice right away that there's a skill set missing. So they might have the product, right, to sell or the service to sell. And they're lacking in the the business component, the sales component, all of those things that attract people to you to want to do business with you. Like, for example, I was really great at what I did. I was really great at uh, helping people. I was not great at doing my books. So I was making right. a lot of money and I was spending a lot of money. And if you asked me 10 years ago on any given day, Tiff, how much do you make a month? I would say, I don't really know. And if you said, Tiff, how much do you spend a month? I would say, I don't really know that either. And yeah. of course, that's a, a really unique personality trait for someone to have that's in business, but I'm not the only one out there that has that personality trait. Right. And so I learned that I had to hire a team 
that really enjoyed that aspect of business, that that was their business. Their business was the mathematics of my business, the accounting of my business. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they start out on a shoestring budget and they want to do it all themselves. And what happens is if you're not in your zone of genius, at least 90% of the time, you're going to be poking holes in this beautiful entrepreneurial boat that you're building. So you're building the boat and you're poking holes in it at the same time. And it's a, it's a conscious decision that many of us make to say, I'm going to learn how to be my own social media guru. <laughs> and if that's not the industry you're in, then you're probably going to have slower success and not as much success as you would have if you said, wait, what if I spent some time? Because there's a way, one of my expertise is manifestation, right? Like it's, it's what I love. And so people think if they were to go online and say, well, how much does it cost for me to hire an accountant? How much does it cost for me to hire a bookkeeper? How much does it cost for me to hire a social media manager? Or how much is it going to cost for me to utilize SEO? And the thing is with manifestation is that isn't so much the issue. The issue is asking yourself if you're ready to say yes to those experiences because they will come in in the most interesting ways that you've ever seen. I, I was introduced to my, my bookkeeper randomly by a client and she has become the most amazing thing in my business. And it was one of those things where people that are in their industry because they love it, I call them naturals. When they're in their industry because they love it, they will help other people in their industries regardless of the amount of money that they have. I agree with that 100%. And I love what you, what you mentioned, um, the phrase, when you're ready, right? Uh, because one of the things that I've often wondered, even for me, is when, when we know that we come to a crossroads and we're wondering what decision to make and then we procrastinate or we wait, there's a lack of confidence or clarity with making a decision. For example, I can totally relate to the question or the dilemma you were in, in terms of, hey, I'm really great. This is my lane, but the numbers piece, the business side, uh, the book side isn't. And so I myself totally get it. I had to resolve that situation. I was the guy answering the same question. Hey, you know, I don't know how much I was making or whatnot. And once that was, and that was creating a lot of stress for me, um, as I'm sure you can relate, but once yeah, that was resolved right. and I was ready, so to speak. So my question to you is this, how does one become ready in your experience to actually hear or, 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 or see the manifestation of something that isn't there and then all of a sudden it's there? How does one get ready? I love this question. And, and let me share my personal experience first before I fully answer it in finding and allowing a bookkeeper into my business. So I had been doing it on my own for a while and failing in a big way. And in order for me to be ready, the only metaphor I can give you is if you had an interesting mole on your arm and people kept saying, hey, listen, David, you might want to get that mole checked out. It looks, it looks like it could be dangerous for you. And you weren't ready 
to say, I want to know what's going on with this mole. Because there could be repercussions either way, right? The doctor could right. say, hey, nothing, there's nothing, that's not a big deal. Or the doctor could say, hey, we're going to remove it. We'll do a biopsy and see what's going on. The doctor could say, hey, listen, it's melanoma. It's something that's very serious. And I'm glad you came in and, and we'll watch it and see what happens next. So with the bookkeeping, I was not ready to have somebody tell me how serious my failure was. I was not ready to have a bookkeeper come in and say, Tiff, do you know that you're spending $2,000 a month on dining out? Mm. I was not ready for that. So until I said, I want to know what's going on in my finances. I want to know what's going on with my health. I want to know what's going on with my business, regardless of what the answer is. So a lot of entrepreneurs will say, I'm not sure what's going on here. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why I'm not making money. And I ask them, I say, well, what if we shift that to I want to know why I'm not making money. I want to know why this business isn't succeeding in the way that I dream about it succeeding. And those words are very powerful in every area in our life. So instead of saying I don't know, don't understand, but to say, I want to understand and I want to know. Right then, you open the door at least a crack for the answer to come in that you've been searching for. So good. So good. You're absolutely right. It really is a shift, isn't it? Because instead of saying, I don't want to know or I'm afraid of knowing, right? Because there's usually a fear of the unknown. Um, and as human beings, you know, fight or flight, our brains physiologically are designed to protect us. I get all that. But then when you finally get to that place where it's like, I can no longer continue wondering why <laughs> my account is not where it needs to be considering XYZ dollars that are coming in. And I totally understand uh, that whole process of finally saying, okay, listen, this is not my lane. I really do need to know what's going on or at least um, find out what the problem is. And if I can't solve it, go, some, go to someone who can because it is fixable in most cases. And I think you're spot on when it comes to finally saying, hey, you know what? I'm ready now because I'm tired of not knowing. <laughs> well, the, I had a I had an interesting conversation with my accountant this year. And he said to me, it's so interesting because people are afraid to hire a financial advisor. And the reason that they're afraid is because it's the equivalent of a woman that's never been to a gynecologist going for the first time in her 40s, right? They're afraid of, of the whole experience, right? And this particular financial advisor said, Tiff, it's basically the same thing. Like I'm looking at the same stuff every day. There's nothing really unique about anybody's finances. I'm looking for the areas to which I can help them make more money, save more money, improve their portfolio. That's what I'm doing. I'm not there to judge. I'm not there to look and, and differentiate between one person or another person. Whereas we're, as humans, we're so afraid of judgment. We're so afraid of being in some type of pecking order with all of our peers. And I believe in the creative 
flow of entrepreneurship where we're not competing against anybody. I mean, there's so many incredible podcasts out there, and yours is unique to yourself. You've you know, attracted me into your podcast, and each one of us has the ability to attract uniqueness into our business if we choose to be fearless and to act in the virtue of courage and to recognize that until we look at some of those areas in our life, that aren't working for us, until we take a close look at those, we don't have an opportunity to shift them. And so I'm a huge advocate of getting metaphorically naked in our business and saying, hey, this is where I'm feeling pain. This is where I am experiencing discomfort within my business. And you have to, I mean, that's what I built my business on, is that people come to me and I'm essentially a soul surgeon. So I dig into the soul because the soul and the business are so closely married, you can't separate them. Right. So where we have financial blocks isn't our business doesn't have a financial block. We have a financial block and that's being manifested within the business. Correct. Our business doesn't have any fear. Our business is super excited to go out there and provide the solution, a product, a service to people that it absolutely knows it will help. It's the owner, it's the entrepreneur that has the blocks, that has the fear, that isn't living in the virtue of courage. Agreed. Let's talk about that. I love the term soul surgeon. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, our life, love, and business is a reflection of, you know, our beliefs, how what we've truly uh, invested time, energy, and et cetera. So uh, what is one common challenge that you've noticed uh, with your clients over the years uh, as, as on, your entrepreneurial clients over the years that um, they bring to the table when they proceed? There's a few of them. There's a few of them and they will always be filed under health. So you can bring health even into your business, right? The, the financial right. health. Like, what does the financial health look like in an ideal business, right? Right. I have found that you can have somebody that has a solid product, an absolute solid product, and they work very hard, and they do all of the systems that they're told to do, and yet they're not seeing the benefits. And when I look at the other areas of their life, and I can see their modus operandi for the way that they take care of their personal lives, right, the way that that flows. There's a direct correlation between the way that they show up in their business. And so an example of that, let's see. So someone that has a great product, but they find they don't connect with people easily or effortlessly in order to create the deal, right, in order to, whether you're just selling an individual product or a product to the masses. Regardless, you have to connect with people in a great way in order for people to want to bring you and your product into their world. So if we had, let's say, four people selling cars, you're going to go to the car lot that has the people that are most able to connect with you or with your wife or with any consumer that walks in there. And so they'll say, Chip, I don't understand why my business it's, it's, I'm doing everything the same as, as Joe Blow right down the road. 
I'm, I'm doing everything the same. Actually, I'm doing it better. I have a bigger, better sign. I have better property. I give out nicer pens to everybody. You know, they have all of these substantiating reasons why their business should be doing very well. Yet the one thing that's missing is their ability to connect. And that's the one thing that they won't go to the the metaphorical financial advisor or gynecologist for is because they don't want to talk about this issue of not being able to easily and effortlessly connect with every single individual that they meet because business doesn't just happen at the office. It, and, and these days it happens remotely more and more. And so you're connecting on an airplane. You're connecting at a coffee shop. You're connecting at a red light. You're connecting in every single moment. And if you're not noticing that you're connecting or you're just choosing to connect when you shake someone's hand, there's an issue. There's a problem. And that flow is going to be kinked. That, that hose is going to be kinked. You cannot just take it into one area of your life and say, hey, but I get along well with my friends when I'm not asking for money, right? When I'm not exchanging money, resources, products, services. Well, of course you do well in that environment. So the key is to be very holistic in your approach to success. And that's one thing that many entrepreneurs or business owners struggle with is they say, I had a gentleman, I'll give you an example. I had a gentleman I worked with and he owned many, many businesses, very successful. He said, I don't understand why my employees do not respect me. I just am not sensing any respect. And he spent months explaining to me all the ways that he had been disrespected. And they were valid. They were very valid, right? And I was getting his version of the story. And I said, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to jump on a plane. I'm going to come out and visit you in LA. I'm going to spend a week with you. And I'm going to be your shadow for a week. And he said, great. That sounds like such a good time. I said, it's wonderful. <laughs> so, so we went out to lunch. And the server came over to take our order, and we you know, both ordered what we ordered. Only when he ordered, he said, and I went this on the side, and I don't want this, and I want an extra this, and I want to change the bread to this, which I don't have a problem with that because I tend to want things the way I want them to, so I don't have a problem with that. And so the poor girl is struggling a little bit because she's probably in the wrong job herself. Whereas I, when people ask me for something specific, when they call me for coaching and they say, I want this and this and this and this, I say, great, we will make that happen. This poor girl was a little overwhelmed by it and I could see it in her face. He didn't see it because he was so interested in having the business conversation with me that we were having. So she leaves, she comes back, she misses like one of the five things. Something was off with it. And he was upset by it and treated her so. Let her know that she had failed in the task of serving him properly. So this right there is basically attracting disrespect, right? It's attracting it. Sure. He's not respecting her role in the equation. So get this, she goes back and she makes it right. And the poor thing looked like she was going to, you know, cry. And I think he did pick up on that. So we get the bill and he grabs the bill and it's 30 bucks for lunch. And he tips her, he pays the $30. He has the cash for that. And then he tips her a $100 bill. And we leave. And I said, so, so tell me about that. Tell me, tell me what happened with that. And he said, well, she should be really excited. She messed up my whole order, and I gave her $100, so maybe she can pay her power bill this month. And I said, mm -hmm. all right. I said, so let me tell you what I saw. What I mm -hmm. saw is that you didn't get your order right, which I understand that's frustrating. All of us would be frustrated when we don't get our order right. 
However, instead of just leaving it at that, you overtipped her quite a bit, which essentially is rewarding the bad behavior that you just yelled at her for, right? You, you yelled at her for the bad behavior. We normally don't get tipped for that. I don't get tipped for that in my business or in my family, right? I get rewarded for good behavior and for quality service. I said, so you rewarded her for that. But the other thing was the way that you spoke to her when your order wasn't the way that you liked it lacked a massive amount of respect. And he goes, what? And I said, so I would imagine that this is not an issue that you have just in your business with your employees. I would imagine that you have it at home with your wife and your kids. Mm-hmm. And he visually started like shaking. Like his face turned beet red because I had just nailed it. And so then and only then were we able to start making progress within his business. And as a side effect, his marriage improved by about 200% and his relationship with his children improved. Soul Surgery 101. <laughs> Soul Whiskey. Soul Whiskey Club.com. I love it. That's where I'm I, at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Oh, my gosh, that was so good. Uh, where can our audience, uh, again, I know that's your website, but, you know, pronounce it um, so that uh, our audience can hear how they can get a hold of the soul surgeon. So my website is soulwhiskeyclub.com. I do offer a lot of fun workshops where people can come anonymously and sign in and we get together and basically have campfire meetings once a week and we discuss these topics that are very intimate and they're often hard to talk about in groups but i find that the group environment is very important for people to be able to learn from each other's vulnerabilities and each other's strengths and so if people want to be a part of that or if they want to hire me individually so that we can dig into it. It's a lot more personalized and the speed to which you get to where you want is very fast, right? Because I'm able to be laser focused with, I mean, it's one of my gifts is to be able to just find that area that needs to be operated on, right? And you just go right in and you you work on that. So the best way to track me down really is soulwhiskeyclub.com. And I'm, I'm pretty easy to find, you know, I'm, I'm like everyone else. I'm out there living the dream and enjoying every experience one after the next, including this one here with you. And I, I welcome anybody to reach out to me personally and just let me know what it is that they're struggling with so that they have the opportunity to shift that and to completely move into the prosperity that is literally waiting for them right on the other side of the realization. Tiffany or Tiffany Falvey, you are <laughs> an absolute rock star. Uh, the soul surgeon, guys. You you heard it here first. Uh, soulwhiskeyclub.com is where you can connect with the soul surgeon. Tiffany, thank you so much for being here with us on the Life Hacks entrepreneurs podcast hey guys if you're a b2b company that can handle 10 to 15 more quality appointments every single month then go to davidubita.com today me and my team specialize in helping b2b companies generate quality appointments and increase sales with linkedin and email the best part is we have a 30-day money-back guarantee if we can't help you 
So if you're a B2B company and you can take on more quality appointments so that you can grow your business, then visit davidubita.com today. That's D-A-V-I-D-U-B-E-D-A.com. Life hackers. Hey, just wanted to take a quick message to thank you for your continued support. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us on many occasions, I want to personally thank you because we do this to support entrepreneurs just like you. Hey guys, please take 60 seconds today to visit iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. This will help us grow organically and inspire more entrepreneurs just like you. Now, while you're there, please leave us a review and I promise to read each and every comment and apply your suggestions as we continue to improve our show. Also, if you like free stuff, then make sure to like our official Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs fan page for upcoming guest information and free giveaways. Guys, this is David Ubita, your host of the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Until next time, continue to grind, grow, and give.